Hello, Miracles, and welcome back to the Lady Pod. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about a bit more of a touchy su- subject. Um, a lot of shit went down yesterday on Twitter. And um, we want to take this time to set up a disclaimer. Uh, at this point of recording, Risk did get leaked. However, we do want to keep uh, this podcast a spoiler-free zone, so we will not be talking about Risk at all or anything that's in it until both parts are released. This is also going to be a PSA episode to the fandom because of what has recently transpired. And so again, uh, Risk accidentally got leaked to the world and um, people have been watching it. People have been talking about it. Um, We want to point out here, Coco and I have not seen Risk yet. I actually have. (laughs) Oh, you did? You did watch it? Okay, so now, so I'm alone then. This is, so, well, here's part of the reason, and we can get into it now because we're talking about it. I needed to watch the episode because I literally couldn't get on the internet forums that I enjoy without it being spoiled for me. Same. Which is part of the problem that we're having right now. Is It was a shock that this episode was dropped in the first place. It wasn't meant to be. Uh, Spectrum is the broadcasting service that ended up dropping it. Uh, it was looks like it was a complete accident, uh, but a lot of people watched it and immediately went to social media to share our thoughts, what we thought about it. That's awesome, but we did not do it in a way for those people who either can't see it or didn't see it yet. Or it wouldn't get spoiled for them, or choose not to see it until like it's time because like. Th- like the show is he's trying now to run it in a way where you have to see this episode and then this one and then this one and there is a valid argument to that and it kind of messes with the flow of things so not everybody it like wants to do that so i think as like fans of this we all need to get better about the spoilers so immediately after something has dropped yes very much so i also agree now don't get me wrong some of you that might be listening are like well i always add the spoil hashtag or i always blur out the image and then put a warning before i post that's good you're doing great but that doesn't stop other people who don't do that and the issue is, is that with this sudden drop, what happened was I was just scrolling through Instagram and video reels would pop up of cuts from the episode or uh, images would pop up and it would already have memes out of certain images from the episode. And those don't have blurred images or they're not, they don't have warnings. Sometimes they do have the tag. I personally am one of those people where I don't care if I get spoilers, but I know that there are plenty of others, Annie, for instance, yes. that don't want to have spoilers. Um, my roommate is also a big one of them. She does not want spoilers whatsoever. I'm over here freaking freaking out, and she goes, do not tell me anything. She refuses to be told anything. Even, like, spoilers without context, she doesn't care about those either. She's like, no, don't tell me shit. She wants to see the episode. So... At that point, it comes down to the fandom where unless you go off grid, you can't be on social media if an episode drops or if 
uh, something gets leaked. You can't go onto the internet because the fandom has taken it upon themselves to start posting clips or posting videos or memes or screenshots of the episode. And though, yes, some do have tags, so you can block the hashtag spoilers, and then some don't. And those ones are the ones that were basically adding in a sense because if you don't block the spoil tag or don't know how, you can Google how, it'll show, it'll tell you, and you can block the spoil tag. But those who don't add it to posts about spoilers or those who don't add uh, blurred images, we're adding you. You need to stop that. There are plenty of people that need to be on social media that don't want to see spoilers and you're ruining it for everybody. Not to mention we're doing it like m like minutes after like this is dropped. Like you were able to watch it like an hour after it dropped. That was at like maybe three in the morning, not or, or at least where we are. So like in the US, not everybody was aware of this. And then right. we wake up, we find out about it. And now we have a bunch of spoilers on the Internet. And half of us are like, oh, poop, I can't go and do this thing that I enjoy because everybody has taken it upon themselves to share something that isn't even out yet. Like it was a leak. And I know a lot of people weren't aware that it was a leak because like, but some of us, most of us, let's be honest, most of us were aware that it was a leak and the sharing of it is like just it's it's a lot and it's spoiling a lot of the fun for everybody. Um, maybe we all need a place where we can like all connect and chat about it. I've noticed because I'm on Twitter, I've noticed that there is as far as I can tell, there is one hashtag that everybody like goes to, which is uh, hashtag MLB uh, season four spoilers. Uh, and that's a running hashtag that you can go to. And that's where all like the spoiler stuff is. Um, but that's like the only place that everybody really gets to unless it's like a Reddit forum or uh, maybe something on Instagram because I'm not on Instagram. It's so, a, there's there's like three different separate ones. You have like ML spoilers, ML season four spoilers, uh, ladybug spoilers, miraculous spoilers. So you have to block like multiple hashtags on Instagram alone in order not to get spoilers. And even then it's not guaranteed because if somebody comes up with a new one and posts it and you don't have that one blocked, you're fucked. So I think what because uh, we've been talking about making a like a Twitter. Uh, so I'm going to set that up and I will make it uh, so that people who are listening and anybody who finds the Twitter page on Twitter, um, we can have threads that are dedicated. I can pin them in the in my on my page so you can see that and it'll be threads about spoilers so it can be threads about specific topics we can all get together and chat about this in what i feel would be a safe and um monitored environment because Very i do monitored. not mess around and i will not be having what i have been seeing on this on the on on the internet some of you need to calm right the heck down and some of you need to stand up for yourselves more <laughs> It, there's like this like in between but now when we say stand up for yourself that doesn't mean become an asshole just don't let people walk all over you on top of that we're getting into the spoiler thing again i think as a fandom we need to collect collectively come together in the sense of having a rule of thumb of when we can release spoilers for instance a good example as coco had put it 
the Marvel fandom, you're not allowed to release spoilers until two weeks after the movie in the theaters. Airs I'm in pretty the theaters. sure it's a two-week ban on social media. I will double check right now. Double check that one. But literally, I remember when I went to go see um, Endgame. Avengers Endgame and I was walking out of the theaters and when you had mentioned it like there are signs posted everywhere saying don't spoil it I remember seeing those signs in the movie theater in my little hick town of Nowheresville all right there were signs (laughs) in the movie theater that said do not spoil this movie you are not allowed to spoil this movie and I was oh I felt threatened I felt scared I was like are they gonna come for me yeah yeah, they will. There are people yes. in the fandom alone that hunt down people who post spoilers. And we I are going to be those hunters for Miraculous. <laughs> I watched a dude. I walked out of the theater. I was crying because I was having my own moment. But, uh, like, all of these people are, like, walking out of the theater. I get up, like, still got tears in my face, going to walk out the door. And somebody decided to open his mouth. I watched this big hillbilly man deck this guy. I am not kidding. He decked this man and he was like, you keep your mouth shut and then got back in line with his children who were grown. But like, I was like, okay, like people take this very seriously. I'm not saying do that ever. I'm just saying this is like serious. This is important to a lot of people. This is like a hobby for some people, honestly, like movies and series and being a TV fanatic. Some people, it's a lifestyle. Exactly. exactly like it's it's very and like i feel like we're all doing better in the world now where we can be just a little more open-minded and respectful like we're all going through it right now you don't need to be an asshole there's no need like and there's always going to be assholes like of course but i really think we need to start minimizing the amount of people who are bullying it's quite literally bullying and harassment within the fandom and it needs to stop it does. It, it's also, even though the spoiler thing is huge, there are other subjects within the fandom that seem to be causing a lot of bullying as well. Uh, like I said before, where a lot of people will love or hate a certain character, and then people will start to bully people based off of them liking certain characters. Now, for like one, one thing that we saw was a post that we tried fact-checking, but we can't make it true or not was somebody uh had posted saying that their favorite character was lila and the fandom bullied them so much that they committed suicide but people had to question whether or not this was real to the fact that you still had to question if it was a 50 50 percent chance shows how toxic the fandom is being to the fact there was even a chance that this was true because they know that it could be is sad to say so you shouldn't be bullying people and degrading people in a fandom for liking certain characters because yeah, it's 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 i like perfect example right here i fucking hate and i will not excuse my language i absolutely hate superman i think he's a little princess i think he is lame i and i have 100% made fun of in a teasing way my friends who enjoy superman I am never, ever going to personally seek out and harass someone 
who happens to enjoy the character of Superman. I'm not going to make it a personal attack, and I'm not going to like try to bring down the character at all. If we're having a discussion about this character versus that character, I'm also not going to make it a personal attack and do that, unless they start it, because like, you start it and I'm going to finish it. But that's kind of the running thing here, is for some reason, we seem to think that because we're all behind keyboards, there's no consequences. You will be blocked and removed from these people's lives and they will never think about you again. And you will have achieved nothing. And that is what we all need to come together and like just like start doing is like, you know what? You're done. I don't need to speak to you. You have no right to because like it. Hang on. I got to process. <laughs> well, I'll, I got something else to say. Go, so go I'm not right going to. I'm not going to deep dive into this because I know this is a touchy subject for a lot of people, but it's kind of like those people that do not associate with anybody who uh, has a different political background than they do. So again, I'm not going to go deep into that. I promise you, though, that the three of us have different political backgrounds. (laughs) However, we're still able to easily come together and talk about one of our favorite things. And there are people out there that take the, take politics so damn seriously that they don't associate with anybody else that doesn't share that background, even though that is such a small part of their life. And I think that's stupid. Hi, I'm one of those people. <laughs> right. Well, then taking that... Uh, I don't go to the extreme, of course, but like, like I definitely have been guilty of being like, you know what? You're done. Uh, there's there is a level of toxic that you need to purge from your life in a sense especially if it's starting to affect you and your lifestyle with their verbal or physical abuse yes everybody is allowed to have their own limits i feel so right like that's your boundaries know your exactly know your own boundaries so if you're engaging on this stuff on social media and you're sick of like seeing this stuff take a break for a little bit Maybe just, like, find something. I know it's hard, but, like, maybe find something else, that like, to do for now. It's good for your mental health to just take a break from social media every now and again. It's a lot. It's We're not used to talking to all of these people at once. It's a whole lot. And so taking, like, the little thing of, like, you know, the politics thing where people disagree on things... Think of that in the Miraculous fandom. If you met somebody who says, oh, I, I don't like the, the certain ship. Like, let's say somebody came to you and they said that they don't like Julica and Rose as a ship. And they had their points. Just because they didn't like that ship, for whatever reason, whatever their logical reasoning is, you do not degrade that person. And they have no right to degrade you based on you liking the ship or them hating it. Now, you can agree to disagree, but you can't. Don't get into heated arguments like politics do, because that's how you separate people. You both have a love for the show. You both have a love for the characters. And if they have their reasons and you have yours, agree to disagree. And then move on. Everybody has their reasons. Right. Do not just degrade the person. Do not start going into, well, do you hate them because you, you don't like LGBTQ? No, don't go into those types of things. All right. Yeah, like we we got we got to stop with the overreaching of the of the accusations. It's getting a little little aggressive, people. Yeah, it needs you need to just calm down, be an adult. Be, no, let me correct that. Be a mature adult because I know plenty of adults who are adults and they're not mature. So be mature, and if you are getting heated and you are getting upset, walk away, 
go calm down and then come back. And if the person is still not being a decent person, easy solution, block them. Get, just cut it out. If they if they are still ranting and raving when you've calmed down, if you've backed away from the situation and that they're still going off, just cut them out. Because if they're going to cause problems for you emotionally, it's not worth it. Okay? Be mature. And, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Be mature, be smart, and be respectful. I and if you are going to like if you're fine with this and you are going to continue to engage with people and defend your favorite characters, I'm gonna put out two examples right here. Uh the Harry Potter series. And I have met people in this uh fandom who have said this, and some interesting conversations have gone down. If I ask you who your favorite character is, and you tell me that your favorite character is Voldemort, I'm going to be unsettled and off-put because of who and what he is. Of course, I'm not going to degrade you. I'm just definitely going to question your right. morality and your decision-making. On the opposite end of that, but not really, if I'm going to be honest, I watch Riverdale and there is a character named Cheryl. I love this insane, psychotic redheaded woman she has done horrible things things that i cannot defend and will not defend i still love her and she is one of my favorite characters so i understand both sides of the oh my god i can't believe that's your favorite character and yes we love a crazy person like it's kind of there's a spectrum to it I, however, am willing to stand my ground on how I feel, but not overstep and insult anyone because of them disagreeing with me. It's okay that you have a different opinion than someone else, and it's okay for you to feel the need for you to defend it. It's not okay for you to attack someone on either side of that, whether you like the character or whether you don't like the character. It's really right. important that we all stop behaving. Like, this is a children's show. Are we all children? No, but we're all here for it. So let's all just be here and enjoy it. And that's the next thing is, is that a lot of us have grown up with this show. And since we're along for the ride and we have a lot of variants in ages, because we basically have like 13 to 25 or 30 year olds watching this TV series. So we're going to have a lot of attitude problems in between because you have teenagers that are just starting to come into their own that have their base opinions. And we all know how moody teenagers can get at times. But we also know adults that think that they know everything that want to defend everything that they know. So I think we need to come to a balance where we just need to learn to be just basic respect for one another. And if you know that you are getting into an argument with somebody and you're on online and you're, you're arguing your points back and forth and you said everything, you've written your college essay and you have your bullet points and then they still try to argue against it, learn to when to stop. It's, it's not like accepting defeat. It's more of just backing away from the situation. So like you've made like you made your point and now you're done. Right. You've made your points. It's don't don't try to convince your argument to a brick wall. I think we've all gotten to a point in, in an argument with somebody that no matter what you say to them, they have a hill they're dying on and there's nothing you can do. At that point, just back away. Because some people are so hard set on certain things that they have no room 
for new information or new opinions or a new view. Learn. Yeah, be open. Be open yeah. to new ideas and new opinions and new like perspectives. I part of the reason I'm loving that doing this is I love hearing how you two interpret in, in like this show and the characters differently than I do or like more of the same than I do. I love how like different our worldviews are because it it shows a different perspective than what I see every single day. And we can share that with each other and all of our listeners. Right. Keeping an open mind is good. And then you're always going to meet that one person that's not having an open mind. And again, that happens. That happens with a lot of people. So don't worry if they're not like if you get into an argument, don't worry if they seem like they're just continuing on because they might be continuing on for the sake of their own argument, not for yours. Learn to back away if they don't have an open mind, because again, some people, there's nothing you can do. The best saying that I have is you can't change others. You can only change yourself. So you can't force change onto somebody else. You can't force them to like a certain character. You can't force them to change their opinions on something if they have though, if they're set on those ways. The only thing you can do is to change yours if you so choose. You don't have to, but keep an open mind and be respectful, be nice. And if somebody is turning toxic and they start, you know, the argument goes south and it starts being less of bullet points in college essay format to literal verbal attacking, that's not good. Block that. Get rid of that. Don't associate with it. It's not healthy. Don't let somebody influence your anger. You should not let somebody get like control your emotions online. And the fandom seems to have a way of doing that with people is they cause little arguments here or there to get under people's skin. Stop that. Stop that. I'm looking at you. I see your comments on Instagram. And Coco sees them on Twitter. <laughs> I do. I see everything. I'm a lurker. I see. I'm, I'm like one of those moms that knows all the secrets. Like, I know what's going on. I know what you're doing. Stop it. You're done. You're grounded. Give me your phone. Yeah. You're done. Touchy subject with this one, too, with the fandom. I think the biggest thing is, too, is because we have that fluctuation in ages, we also have artists in a fluctuation of ages. But the fandom has taken it upon themselves that if somebody in the comments puts, like, this character's cute or... Oh, I really, I really like this character. I'm so much in love with them. Or I want to kiss this character. Or I want to be with them. The fandom, for whatever reason, has started shutting down simping for characters. Especially to the 14-year-olds that are simping for the 14-year-old character. You know, the actual appropriate age to be right. doing that. Right. And I'm sitting here going, okay, listen, I understand that, you know, if like a 30-year-old person said that, you know, one of the characters was very sexy, that'd be a little concerning, especially if it was one of the kid characters, that, no, that's not okay. But if you're a 14-year-old kid and you grew up with this character, like, I, somebody had mentioned that they had a crush on Cat Noir when they were seven. Aren't you still seven in my mind? No, they're not. They're like 14 now, okay? So the whole, with the art, it goes into, obviously, it's going to happen. It's the internet. Rule 34 is a thing. Everything yeah. must have sexual intentions with it somewhere. Now, obviously, it's not okay to be sexualizing these teenagers. Right. However, we've seen it happen before. 
because I can't tell you how many Rule 34 pictures there are out there of Misty from Pokemon. <laughs> and she <laughs> <can. laughs> The main thing that I'm getting at is that the older generation is shutting down teenagers of the same age. So all of us adults are going, no, you can't do that. You can't simp for these characters. And as Coco had put it, it basically screams, I can't participate, so neither can you. Yeah, and that's stupid. That's if, stupid. If you are, if you want to draw fan fiction of an older of these characters who are older, you can go right ahead. No one's gonna freaking stop you. You want to simp for your older personal versions? I'm not gonna stop you. I don't really think anyone is. That being said, there is a huge difference between I think Adrian is an attractive character. I think he's pretty. Like, look at my darling pretty boy, because, like, I see him as, like, a mother, and I think of him as, like, a son. So I feel sad every time he is sad. That does not mean I want to do anything inappropriate with this boy. I can still think him as a beautiful or attractive and not want to do anything. There's nothing wrong with that. A hundred percent. Like, that's just how it right. works. Well, even in-universe, he's considered, you know, very attractive. So... Be being a Finding someone attractive does not equate sexual interest. Exactly. And, and, I th and like, that's kind of something that us adults don't really, like... We are, we are, like, learning it, and we know that, but, like, there's some of the older people, and even some our age, who are like, no, that's not how it works. All right? Not at all. Like, at all. So... Like, that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is I also think flowers are pretty, and that doesn't mean that I don't want to, that doesn't mean I want to fuck flowers. So, like, I think I, overall we need to, like, once again, calm down, stop overreacting, take a few steps back, and, like, as for the adults, like, be the adults in the fandoms that you needed at the time. Because I remember being young in, like, the Supernatural fandom, and Dear God, like Oh my god. Somebody <laughs> asked me, uh, you asked me, like, what about the supernatural fandom? And I was like, No, not really. I blocked it out, honey. I just found that out the hard way. It was bad. And some of the adults were nightmares. Some of the kids, of course, were nightmares. But a good majority of the adults were absolutely terror like terror writing on the internet. And we need to be the kind of adults in these fandoms that we needed when we were younger on the internet. You know, like, that's the kind of people that we need to be. And if right. you're not one of those people, I'm going to find you. Also, it, like, here's the next thing, too, is, is that if you're a 14-year-old and you are simping for this character, go ahead and simp for your character. But, mind you, you're not the only one. So if somebody else is simping for them, do not degrade that person for simping for your character. There needs to be no jealousy going on, because I've seen that too, where people start arguing with one another, being like, no, I'm simping for this character, so you can't. No, that doesn't, that's not how this works. That's not how that works. Yeah, you have, you have <laughs> someone in common. You have something in common with this person. Bond over that. Like Exactly. Don't don't start fighting with them. This isn't they're a fictional character. It's not like that person in your real life school is going to get with this character that is in a, a fictional universe. Calm down. You don't need this jealousy thing. You both can love this character together. 
bond over the love you have for the character. Don't hate the person for loving the character. That makes no sense. Why would you just spread hate like that? It's one thing if it's a real person. It's quite another that you're both fighting over a fictional character that is never yeah. going to love you back. They don't even know you exist. It's, it's a fictional character. Like exactly. Not only that, but I feel the need to point out none of us, not a single one of us, maybe a handful, honestly, um, like we have like people we've written out who would be like our perfect spouse. All right. Maybe some of you have Adrian on that list. You are not on his list if he was a real person. That is not a thing. That's not how that works. You know it's why? It's kind of like having a crush it's unattainable. On... It's right. The unattainable. It's because he's not real. That's not a real person. It's like, stop being like, I too cry over my characters. I have emotional attachments. He's not real. He's never going to love you back. And it's okay. And we're going to get through it together. Exactly. I think the big, the big takeaway from that is if you're trying to find somebody and you love Adrian, know that your Adrian is out there. But the sooner you realize that it isn't Adrian that you're looking for, the better. Right. You're not going to find a one-to-one. -one. Exactly. And you can find personality traits from a character that you enjoy or your comfort character. And then find that in a person that you're attracted to. I'm actually going to put in a plug here, if you guys don't mind. Go uh ahead. -huh. Um, there is a, a comedian named Daniel Sloss, and he has an episode called Jigsaw, uh, and it's from his comedy special, and it's on Netflix. And it is what some of the... It's very offensive, so do be, do be warned. Like, there's no filter on this man. But he gives incredible vice and such a great perspective on relationships on romantic aspects and just like your life overall and how love doesn't necessarily need to be the thing that you're chasing off after all of the time and i think that for some of these uh teenagers some of these adults this might be a good thing to like have them watch it definitely helped me when i was like trying to figure out what the hell i was doing um, and I have recommended it to many a friend. I will say uh, he does take joy in the fact that as of the time of uh, recording this special, like actually recording it and being able to put it on Netflix, he had broken up quite a few couples with his special. So do be warned there. Because <laughs> he is able to make people think. But... It's really good advice, so I just wanted to add that in. It, it, it's definitely, like, a lot, but it, um, it's, it's kind of like the tough love thing. Like, we all grew yep. up in this, like, world where there's always somebody for us. There's always a prince. There's always a princess. And, like, we just need to, like, take a step back and be like, you know what? Like, it's okay. My life doesn't need to revolve around this. My life doesn't need to revolve around that. And for a lot of us Miraculous fans, like, we need to calm down. We need to take a break. Maybe go check out some other things. So to torture you, I recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> but this, again, it goes into the whole toxicity of the fandom and stuff like that. Back to what we were talking about. You just, Stop being toxic. That's basically what it is. Respect people. 
back away from situations if they're getting heated. If somebody is being verbally abusive or is bullying or whatever the case is, block them, shut them down. Don't give them time of day. Don't give them energy. They're sapping the energy from you is what they're doing. So just be respectful, be thoughtful. And also back to the spoiler thing, we need to find a, like a rule of thumb as fandom collectively to say, hey, wait at least like 24 or 42 hours, 72 a week before you post spoilers. You could do like spoilers without context. That's fun. Those are always fun. Spoilers without context are great. Those are fun. Those are great. Why can't we do that? Like if the episode drops and you're like, the episode came out, guys, go ahead and watch it. But uh, remember the rule of thumb for like the first week, you don't post any spoilers. But who wants to do spoilers of content without without context with me? You, You know, like do that. Do that. Make memes of those instead of making other memes of screenshots from the episode itself that people haven't seen yet. Make a rule of thumb. It'll give us something to do with this with this very bad release schedule that we got going on. Exactly. And then when the episodes do come out and they do air and people have seen it. So, like, it, for instance, since this was a leak and not everybody was supposed to see it, which means it's, I don't think it was airing on TV at this point. I think it was only on the Internet that people are seeing it. That was on that specific broadcast. So if you like pay for Spectrum like you would Disney Plus or Netflix, if you pay for Spectrum, you could watch it. Okay, so it was then a select amount of people. Yes, but... it was a select amount of people. But of course, you know, somebody uploaded it onto the internet. That's how we well, be. Yeah, and that's how the, the like technology works today. Most of the people watch the show on the internet. Uh, so Not according to Thomas. <laughs> We'll We'll get get to that. We'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) But since this was a leak, I think the rule of thumb would be a little bit different because people who solely have cable or don't have Spectrum TV, that was the specific uh, thing that was being aired, haven't seen it yet. It hasn't been released. So I think there still needs to be, we need to think of other countries too, because this is worldwide. Okay. And even though I believe Marvel was also worldwide as well, there were still, like, you still had to wait the two weeks. You still had to wait a certain amount of time before you could spoil something. And I think we need to do that too, as the Miraculous fandom as well. So that way we give that time frame for people in other countries to watch it on their TV or to find it on the internet in their country or to use a VPN or whatever the case is. It, they give them enough chunk of time between work, school, family, whatever else there's going on in people's lives. Because as much as some of us have revolved around Miraculous Ladybug, everybody's got stuff to do elsewhere. So 24 hours is not enough time for somebody to sit down and watch an episode that was leaked. And then now you're all spoiling it. The only reason why I knew about this was because, again, I don't care if I get spoilers, but the only reason why I knew is because I saw things on Instagram. Because, like, you guys saw these spoilers on social media. I saw my, I saw one image spoiler so far. It was out of context, so it hasn't ruined the episode for me. But I saw mine right on YouTube. Right. And then a lot of people do like the the uh on YouTube with like the screen thing, uh the thumbnail 
and they put like a screenshot from the episode and it's like uh, you know that's great i don't i didn't want to see that because i haven't watched the episode yet but because it gets people views or it gets people likes and comments and it gets the algorithm working for their account people don't care what they do and that's wrong so there there's another level to this that i think people haven't really thought about yet is that um disney doesn't fuck around and they're now like getting more like serious uh when it comes it's like it's gonna they're gonna start like hammering down with copyright strikes so like these youtube channels are gonna get striked um and it's not just gonna be like even like i've seen some commentary stuff where you're including basically the entire episode in your YouTube video. I personally, like, do not care. Like, I'm all for, like, do whatever the hell you want. Like, you're interpreting it in your own way. You're responding to it. But some of these are just straight up, like, the episodes being released. And, like, even as someone who totally doesn't watch them in a way that is not paying for the mouse, I pay the mouse, I promise. Um, and I that's the only place I watch them, I swear. But... The mouse doesn't fuck around, and a lot of these Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube channels are going to start getting copyright strikes. You're going to start losing your channels. That's going to make you lose your following. If you're making money, you're going to lose your monetary money. Like, it's not good. So, like, we, we need to start taking it seriously before, like, we start losing things, I think. Definitely. And it, it, the the scary thing is, too, is, is that that even applies to artists as well, because if you draw fan art and you sell stickers, I know people that have sell, sold Disney stickers and Disney shuts down that Etsy or Disney shuts down that artist because they go, no, that's our stuff. You can't do that. They've done that to artists. Not every artist. They can't catch them all. But the ones that they do. Disney's a monopoly. And if you are like a very famous like artist in the Miraculous fandom, be careful. Disney could come for you. But as long as you know it's like you're not making a profit off of it, they might not do anything. But Disney is scary. Zyg has also put forward an announcement that they're going to start cracking down on copyright merchandise. Um, and I know we're not getting into it yet, but it's kind of funny because this is something that Thomas actually promotes on his pages. So... Uh, like, be careful when you're doing this, just like you would if you're making, like, little stitch stickers, like, like, because we're all going to do it anyway. Like, I'm, like, as much as I'm scared of the mouse, like, I, I have been guilty of buying some knockoff stuff. So, like, uh, it's your artist, like, you're, it's your interpretation of it. So, like, just be careful with what you're doing is all we're saying. We're not telling you what you can and can't do. We're just saying, please be mindful and be careful. Tread about with what caution. you're doing. Tread with caution. So much caution. It's. It was like the main thing that I was always told, as me being a fan artist as well, tread with caution. Now, of course, technically speaking, all fan art is considered illegal, technically speaking. But if it was really something that they wanted to crack down on, artist alleys at conventions wouldn't exist. They, like, if they really 100% wanted true. To if they really wanted to crack down on it and be like, no, this is against the law 100%, you would never be able to get art at a convention. Ever. But part of the reason why they don't crack down on it too, too much is because usually, more often than not, fan art is how people get introduced to the actual show or movie or series or game 
series or whatever. But like half the time when I go to a convention and I see artwork on a certain thing, I'm like, that's really cool. What is that? I then get involved. I then go watch the series or stream it on a platform or watch it on like somebody else's TV because I don't pay for cable. But like, <laughs> well, like, the whole reason the three of us got to Miraculous Ladybug in the first place was a fan video, not the show right. itself. That's exactly. very true. I like I was I was the one who found that video and then I got you involved with the 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 YouTube video. That like one alone has caused so many people. It was free advertising. That's it's literally it's initiation. What it is. Yeah, it's basically free advertising. And I think that's why a lot of companies don't tend to go after artists too much, especially since, you know, a lot of times artists do say, hey, this is this show or this is this inspiration from this show. And they don't necessarily claim ownership of the characters. They just say, I drew this, though. So artists are pretty good about it. It's just, again, I've read a lot of things about Disney being kind of an asshat when it comes to artists no matter what even the people that work at disney as artists anything you draw there while you are working for disney they own automatically yeah and that's why i don't want to work for disney yeah, yeah. i refuse to as an it, artist what's it makes me sad because it started out as a way for walt to protect his industry and protect his characters and now it has become a monopoly and yep they are our overlords and unfortunately, they are attached technically to Miraculous Ladybug in a way. I don't know how attached, but they, they have some sort of connection because, of course, it's on Disney+. Plus. So Yeah, they don't, they don't do stuff like this unless they're like, I, I want it. However, if these toys don't be selling well, which is why I think they're trying to crack down on the copyright stuff, uh, and uh, do not mess with Disney's wallet, okay? They Especially do, after the pandemic. Do not mess with Disney's wallet. You will lose your house. You will lose your horse. You will lose your goat. Your car, gone. Everything. It belongs to Disney now. They're going to put it in the park. Like, <laughs> you just do not, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Find ways to, like, make your art. Like, everything is in within, like, fan art is mostly legal. Fan fiction is mostly legal. There's a certain level of artist interpretation, and they've been getting better with this um, that we know of publicly. But if they like your stuff, they will like be like, "Hey, come make art for us." But then they own it, so like that's kind of right. the, the backslap. But like that's a way to make money. You're getting your art out there. There are plenty of people who love doing animation. Um, they're, they're like for Disney. Um, so like, I'm not going to personally discourage it, but like, just do be weary, do be aware of like, this is how this works. This is how this monopoly company works. And we need to start like making sure we're aware of that. Cause like, I know a lot of fandoms are toxic, but even though I still follow some Disney, uh, feeds, I don't see a lot of like hate towards people in the disney community in the sense like i the most that i follow is like the lion king stuff and i'll like see a picture here or there but i won't like see any hate in the comments towards other people or the artwork at all so i don't know if it's just me not being uh, fully involved in that fandom either but like i think uh, it gets that point where what it's it's usually fine but when there's that one person set that says like i don't like this certain movie then the horde gets them Okay, so like I, that's usually what happens. I it it's and no matter where you go in a fandom, you are gonna have toxic people. But when the entirety of the fandom is a hundred percent toxic 
towards each other, it's concerning. We don't even want to talk about the Star Wars people. <laughs> See, it feels like it feels like we're getting to the end of the the PSA for the fans. So this yes. is what I, this is what I want to finish on. There is, out there, there is a famous square of toxic fandoms of the four most horrible toxic fandoms in existence. That square is Steven Universe, My Little Pony, Five Nights at Freddy's, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Can we please? Not make it a pentagon. Please. Yeah. As someone who was in Steven Universe, I agree with the release schedule, but y'all, I am not doing this shit again. Like, it's like the reverse of it, honestly. Like, I am not doing this round two. Like, it's not gonna happen. All right. Mama didn't, M Rebecca Sugar did not raise no hoe. So let's go. All right. Come on. Let's all be nice. Get along. It'll be great. We'll have fun. All right. Yes, spread love, not hate. Like the show is all about two characters falling in love. Like, please don't don't be like Chloe. Don't be like Chloe. Be nice. Be respectful. You know, we like. Hear me out. We're watching this. We see that Marinette's trying to keep you know her friends happy and keep positive attitude. Let's take a let's take a page out of her book. Be positive. Be nice to each other support each other don't belittle one another and please for the love of god can we come up with a rule of thumb for spoilers please whether that's a week 72 hours however long we want to do this for just enough of time where people not only in one country but others can watch the episode please and thank you coco any last words Nope, I think we've covered it. Just like be nice and like I like I'm gonna set up this Twitter. So if you're listening, uh, it's gonna be under the same name as this podcast. So I'll set that up and like we can all talk, hang out, chit chat, invite your friends, anybody like that watches the show and you enjoy like want to chat about it. Like let's all do it there and we'll get together and like talk about the show in a nice, yeah. positive, monitored way. Maybe yeah. I'll actually get a Twitter. <laughs> the one thing that I do think that the Miraculous fandom does amazingly is artwork. There are so many good artists in the Miraculous fandom. And I got to say, like, you guys are amazing. The amount of stuff that you guys put out is absolutely phenomenal. If you have an art page and you do Miraculous content and you want to, like, join the conversation and talk and be like, hey, I draw Miraculous art, you can, we'll, we'll We'll be like, hi, how are you? Because I love seeing I love seeing artwork that you guys do. It's like amazing. I see half of it on Instagram half the time and then the other half on Tumblr. And it's like, oh my gosh, how is why am I looking at this for free? Where is your Patreon? Yeah, oh, like, we could to, do shout outs. Yeah, Chibi yeah. loves to share share uh, fan art with us and it's awesome to look All at all the time. Absolutely. Even though we did this PSA with the fandom, there are some good seeds. Keep doing good. Like, if you are one of those people that have been doing, like, the mature thing, like, hey, let's think about this, and you've been doing the positive and keeping good and spreading love, keep doing you. If you've been doing the positive stuff with this, awesome. Keep going. We need more of you. Let's, we love you. Yes, we love you. Let's keep doing good. And I, I, I'm glad that we still have, like, a fandom in general, even though that the show itself is kind of a little wonky. All right. And I think this is going to end our PSA here for the fandom. We're going to say goodbye now. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. 
have a good one and see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.